Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine. I'm a confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 144. Real quick before we get going, I want you to know that there will not be an episode the next two weeks. Next Monday is Christmas, and the Monday after that is January 1st, so there will not be episodes those two days. January 8th, I will be back with more episodes for you. I also want to take one quick moment to talk to you about the Good For You Coffee Club and let you know what's the difference between this and other coffees. The first thing is that it is incredibly fresh. It is roasted to order. So when you order your coffee, that is when they roast it. It is not sitting on a shelf somewhere getting old before you get to have it in your cup. Additionally, it is low acid and there is no preservatives, additives, chemicals. It is not chemically treated in any way. So this is some of the cleanest, healthiest, tastiest coffee you can have. It is also a wonderful Christmas gift. If you're still looking for something to buy for somebody, use code TRUTH10 to get 10% off. Today we're talking about life, the beautiful, crazy, chaotic messiness of it all. One of the things that I've realized the longer that I've been working on my own self-confidence and then teaching and speaking about self-confidence is the fact that there is an actual beauty to your life when you feel confident and calm and peaceful. I remember my own childhood preparing for Christmas and the amount of stress my mom was under to make it perfect. The perfect music and movies, the house perfectly cleaned, the perfect foods to eat, the perfect gifts under the tree. And while there were some really great memories around Christmas, my main memory is how stressed my mom was and how that stress made her no fun to be around, kind of scary at times, and made me feel really stressed about Christmas. And unfortunately, I didn't learn the lesson the first few years of my children having Christmases. I too wanted their Christmases to be perfect. And let's be honest, what parent doesn't, right? We want the best for our children. We want to create these magical memories for them, these experiences and traditions that they'll carry on. It's natural to want that and to try to provide that for our children. We have to be mindful, though, of the cost. What is that stress and anxiety doing to you? How is it eating away at you? Are you sleeping? Are you developing ulcers or headaches or migraines? Are you frustrating the people around you or worse yet, making them not want to be around you? Are you not able to have a fun time unless everything appears perfect? When your self-esteem is low, it can be really easy to try to compensate for that by making all outward appearances seem perfect. The house is perfectly clean. The meal is perfectly cooked. Our outfit is always perfectly put together. Our hair and makeup is always perfectly done. We're taking on extra projects because we want them done perfectly. We want them done right. And we think the only way to make that happen is for us to do it. And now our schedule's overloaded and we don't have time to relax or do the things we love or spend time with the people we love. All this effort and time and energy put into attempting to be perfect or appear perfect does not help our self-esteem. In fact, it hurts our self-esteem because there is no possible way to be perfect. There is no way to do all the things all the time. No one 
can show up for everybody being 100% in. And even if it feels like for a moment you are doing, quote unquote, all the things, something is falling short. We've talked about this, right? Maybe your house is spotless, but you haven't played with your children. Maybe your outfit is perfect, but now you're 20 minutes late. Maybe your boss is super impressed with how much you give at work, but your spouse is ready to leave you and your kids aren't excited or don't even see you when you come home anymore. We were not designed to operate this way. Life was not designed to operate at 100% all the time. Nature wasn't created this way. Life, it was designed to ebb and flow. The healthiest, happiest, and sanest people do not do all the things all the time. The happiest people are the ones that embrace that there is a time and a place for all things. They recognize that sometimes some things go undone. Happy people with healthy self-esteem are the ones that can see the magic in the unmade bed that's been turned into a fort on the floor. They can see the beauty in a sink of dishes and a kitchen table covered in art supplies and recently done crafts. Truly happy people with a solid self-esteem and self-confidence. They understand the value of a lazy afternoon spent with a good book or good friends. The most content and confident people embrace their humanity, knowing that they cannot do it all or be everything to everyone. These are the people who accept that humans have good and bad days, that sometimes we feel like we are treading water, and sometimes we are confident we are on the right track. These are the people who do what they can, when they can, the best they can, and have the grace and love for themselves throughout all of it, no matter the outcome. If you just take a moment to observe the world around you, observe history, dive into your Bible, you're going to see that this is the way things were meant to be. The waves crash powerfully onto the shore, and then they pull back out to sea. Trees push forth beautiful leaves, flowers, and fruit, and then they let it all die and fall away, and they take a rest. Jesus preached and then rested. The disciples traveled out to share the word, and then they returned. Even God created the world in six days and then rested on the seventh. Why is nature designed this way? Why is this message in the Bible? Why is this important? Because you cannot achieve healthy self-esteem and self-confidence without understanding what it looks like to powerfully show up, to do your best, to be everything you can be. Society may be trying to confuse the message. Social media may be convincing you that some people are actually doing all the things all the time. But that is all a lie. No one is doing it all all the time. And if they are right now, they didn't used to do it all all the time, and they're not going to be doing it all in a little bit. Just wait. Even our days are set up this way, right? The human body will die if you do not provide it with rest. One of the conversations my grown children indulge me in is when I want to ask them about their memories and experiences of their childhood. I want to know what traumatized them. I want to know what their favorite memories are. I want to understand what they learned to be true about themselves and the world from their experiences. What fascinated me the most was what they remembered and what they didn't remember. For example, for three or four years in a row, we had season passes to Six Flags. They don't remember that. 
They remember playing games in the car. They remember cuddling up and watching movies together. They remember silly conversations we had around the dinner table. They remember when I had been doing laundry and I threw a clean sheet over the dining room table and then we took our snacks and ate under the table. They still laugh about the time that they chanted, Poop saves trees the entire drive home and I didn't stop them. I just laughed and listened. My son still has some of the rocks that he collected when we were picking out pebbles from a stream. Do you have any idea how messy my house was that day? But it doesn't matter. My kids don't remember that. My friends don't remember that. In fact, I had some people over the other day for a friend's giving, and I no longer run around cleaning everything and hiding clutter. I don't do it. My house is clean and uncluttered and looks lived in. And that's the reality of my life. If you're coming to my house, that is what you're going to see. I get to be a lot less stressed when I'm having people over. And something funny happened that I was not expecting. One of my guests commented to me about how nice my house always looks. She loved how everything seemed to have a place and seemed to flow together. I love that she felt comfortable and nice being in my space. That is where feeling good about yourself comes from. When you can be authentically you and show up however that looks like, and the people that care about you appreciate your authentic self. They see the beauty and the value of who you are and what you are prioritizing. High self-esteem, self-confidence does not come from being perfect. It certainly does not come from trying to appear to be perfect knowing you're having to hide or neglect parts of yourself or parts of your life. That is actually a really great way to destroy your self-esteem. True self-esteem comes from being imperfectly you, showing up wholly and authentically when you can, for who you can, for however long you can, and then being honest about when that time and that effort needs to end. It's about knowing what to prioritize and who who to spend your time and energy on. The best self-esteem comes from embracing your humanity with all of its limits and chaos and messiness and unpredictability. Confidence comes from understanding that you can have great moments and horrible moments. You can do something impressive or do something embarrassing, but they're just moments. None of these things changes the value of you. You're human, but more than that, you're part of nature. You are a living thing. And even more than that, you are a soul. And all of those things need to be able to ebb and flow. The important thing is to decide where you're putting your energy and where you're letting go so that you can feel good and peaceful about those decisions in the future. Is it going to matter more to you that the dishes are done? or that your children got to spend time with you when they wanted to? Is it more important that your boss likes you, or that your children feel loved by you? Is it more important that your outfit, hair, and makeup is perfect, but you're 20 minutes late with a store-bought treat? Or is it more important to show up in your favorite sweater and your hair in a bun and homemade cookies for everybody? Is it more important that you lose the last three pounds, or that you try the cookies that your daughter made for the very first time? Does it mean more to you to make that networking event? Or is it more important to make sure you're at your friend's birthday party? Your answers can be your own. You get to choose 
where you're giving your time and your energy, what you're prioritizing, what is going to make you feel good about you and your choices at the end of the day and in five years from now and on your deathbed, you get to choose. They don't have to be the same as mine or your neighbors or your best friends or your bosses. However, if you want your self-esteem to be healthy, you have to like your choices. You have to be okay with how you're showing up and who you're showing up as and who you're showing up for. You have to be at peace with how it plays out, who benefits, and who loses when you make these decisions. You have to be okay with when you choose to take breaks and when you choose to say no. I want to encourage you to take some time to assess what would feel authentic and important to you. Because if you're trying to build your self-esteem by being somebody you're not, it's never going to work. And if you're investing in things because other people say they're important, but they aren't actually in line with what you would value, you're never going to have that confidence and peace that you're looking for. So take some time to figure out what your priorities are. What is going to matter to you in a decade, in five decades? What do you want to be remembered for? And how are you giving yourself time to rest? Your goal this week is to adjust, even if it's just temporarily, what you're pouring into to see if something else doesn't feel better. Take some time to test whether or not the world implodes if there's dirty dishes in the sink overnight or if you actually leave work on time on Friday. Pay attention to the responses you get from the people you care the most about when you shift what you're giving your attention to and what you're valuing. I want to hear about what you experience when you do this and maybe even your own aha moments that you've had in the past when you've let some things go and shown up a little imperfectly and created the best memories. Thank you for being here today. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year, and I will talk to you again next time. Bye.